Hi, and welcome to Perspectives on Perseverance with Dr. Mark Ballard, President of Northeastern Baptist College in Bennington, Vermont. At NEBC, we are committed to developing the mind of a scholar, the heart of a shepherd, and the perseverance of a soldier. This podcast seeks to provide biblical, historical, and contemporary perspectives on perseverance that will help you persevere in your walk with the Lord and in your service to Him, to His people, and His creation. This is episode 25, and it's a little different than our normal episodes. As we celebrate Easter today and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we also consider how COVID-19 has impacted the past few weeks of life, and we ask President Ballard, how do we find hope in the midst of these circumstances? Hey, Joe, good to uh, be with you again, and uh, folks uh, out there listening, I hope that you are doing well. Uh, it has been a tough week uh, in, our, in our nation. Uh, our president and others uh, warned us that this was going to be a very difficult week, and certainly uh, there was a um, uh, high number of deaths this mm-hmm. week uh, to COVID-19. In fact, uh, uh, Joe, uh, a couple people that I know um, passed away this week, yeah. and um, they're not uh, immediate family, but they are friends, uh, friends from the past, and uh, it. Uh, I know it's hitting everyone, and um, I know that uh, also it's, it's just kind of been, uh, the, the longer it's gone on that people are trying to stay isolated and mm-hmm. uh, getting out of their homes only for going to the grocery store and things, the, the more difficult it gets. And so uh, really, I, I just thought, uh, Joe, today that we ought to talk about the fact that even in the midst of COVID-19, there's hope. And uh, today is uh, is uh, Resurrection Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it's been different for all of us. Um, I know last Friday, you know, was the first Friday and. Well, I, I don't know how long, Joe, that it's been that I haven't led a, a uh, Good Friday service somewhere. Yeah, yeah. the, the people I'm isolated with, um, we decided that we were going to do something special on Friday night, and uh, we sat down together and watched The Passion. And uh, it's a rough movie to watch, but it's a good reminder of, of what we'd normally be doing, at least in mm. thought. Mm. Um, but, you know, I think uh, you're right. We, we've all, at this point, probably seen someone, a few maybe right within our family or a few uh, relationships distance pass away. I know that's happened uh, several times in my circle of friends. Um, but but the question is, in my mind, uh, and, and I hope in our listeners' mind, how do we use, how do we look to the resurrection of Christ mm. on this day of mm. all days? Mm. And we see the death and and the brokenness around us, and obviously it makes us long for mm. when everything is made new, which mm. the resurrection also promises, mm. but how do we find hope in the mm. midst of that suffering? You know, that's a that's a great question, Joe, and uh, you, you know, I was thinking about, uh, about what we would share today, and I'm sure that many of our listeners, and probably all of them, have heard uh, at least one or two sermons today on the resurrection. Oh, I hope uh, so. I, I hope that, uh, that they've taken advantage of uh, not just going and hearing their pastor, but hearing two or three people because of all of the opportunities that we have. Um, and I hope you listen to your pastor too, uh, but, but uh, <laughs> so, some others uh, as well. So I, I, I was thinking about that and I thought, you know, what, what can I really share this day? And I really want to go back uh, before Jesus's um, death and resurrection uh, to not long before, uh, but to a, another event that takes place in the book of John and chapter 11. Uh, John chapter 11 is a, is a very uh, powerful chapter in a lot of ways. Uh, one of the ways is we see Jesus uh, in his full humanity as well as his full deity in this chapter. 
Uh, we, we see him uh, weeping in uh, the shortest verse in the Bible, John eleven thirty five 35, says Jesus wept. Um, and uh, we also see uh, his love and care for his friend, uh, Lazarus, and uh, for his friends, Mary and Martha, and uh, also a teaching time of his disciples. But in the midst of that, uh, you'll remember the story, Joe, is that, uh, is that Jesus and the disciples are not uh, near Bethany, uh, which is close to Jerusalem. They were most likely up in Galilee. And um, uh, Lazarus, their good friend, becomes uh, very ill. Uh, he was the brother of Mary and Martha, and Jesus often stayed in their home when he came to the Jerusalem area. And uh, so they, they sent word, uh, they, they sent a messenger to go up to the Galilee and find Jesus and say, hey, uh, the one that you love is sick, speaking mm. of, of Lazarus. And uh, so when Jesus gets the word, um, he, does something, uh, he does something very strange. It, it does say that he loved Lazarus, and, and therefore he, he waited uh, to go. He didn't go immediately. And uh, the disciples were a little confused by that. But uh, they thought, well, last time we were there, they were going they were threatening to kill Jesus, so maybe we're going to stay here. Well, then after after a few days, Jesus says, uh, "Hey, let's go. We we're going to go down and and uh, and see Mary, Martha, and Lazarus." And they're like, ah, "Jesus, we can't do that. They they're going to kill you." And he he's like, "Hey, uh, this is for the glory of God, and and we're going to go do that." And he arrives, and of course, when they get there. Um, Joe, you know that uh, Lazarus had already been dead and, and in the grave for, for four days. Mm. And uh, so it appears that Jesus is, uh, is late and um, he uh, is coming. Uh, word gets to uh, Martha that Jesus is on the outskirts of the village and he's headed in and she runs out to meet him. Uh, she, she confronts him and says, you know, if you had been here, uh, my brother wouldn't have died. Um, and uh, Jesus responds to her, um, and then uh, Jesus says this. Uh, he says in verse 23, um, your brother will rise again. And Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again at the re in the resurrection at the last day. But Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me, he shall never die. Do you believe this? And she said, yes, Lord, I believe that you're the Christ, the Son of God, who has come into the world. And, and Joe, in, in these verses, particularly verses 25, 26, and 27, we find the hope uh, of the resurrection. We find the hope of, of the power of Jesus our Lord. And uh, it's it's just um, it's just an encouraging word, you know. Um, Martha's brother has died. Uh, Jesus comes and he says, "Listen, I'm the resurrection and the life." Uh, in other words, the power of life is in the hands of Jesus. Uh, he said, "I I, I can do whatever." Uh, now, in John's gospel, Jesus had performed six other miracles leading up to this point, and each one showed his power very, in a stronger way than the previous one. And you get to this one, and he now is showing that he even has power over death. And so Jesus, as, as you know in the context, Joe, uh, he raised Lazarus uh, from the dead, and he, he went to the grave and called out, Lazarus, come forth, and he came out of the grave. Mm. And uh, he'd not, been... Not 
until after we understood that he stinketh. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, of course, all sisters say that about their brothers, but <laughs> <laughs> but they did tell Jesus when he said, "Hey, let's roll the stone away." He said, "Lord, he's been dead four days. He stinks." <laughs> and uh, and uh, he said, "Just roll the roll the stone away." And he called called for Lazarus mm. to come forth, and he did. And so it shows that Jesus has power over death. Amen. Um, but it it shows more than just uh, his power over death immediately. It does show the ultimate victory uh, that we all can have uh, in Jesus Christ because he himself is the resurrection and the life. And he says, though someone is dead, yet they shall live. Uh, isn't, that, isn't that comforting? You Joe? know, President Ballard, I... I can't tell you how comforting the resurrection has become in uh, in my life. You know uh, that as I went to school here, um, within a two-year span, I lost all my living grandparents, and uh, as well as an aunt and an uncle. And so to think of the resurrection, and to I was sharing with you before we started today, um, I remember a few Easter's ago taking a run and going to uh, going to the graveyard that's that's near my parents' house, and uh, and that was when I was living with them and. My my grandparents were buried there as well as my aunt, and uh, I remember looking at the grave, and uh, the the dirt was still fresh because my my grandfather had just passed away uh, just a few months prior to Easter, and over overwhelmingly, mm-hmm. uh, God had been preparing me to realize that when Jesus says I am the resurrection and the life, it was not talking about bringing my grandparents back physically out of that dirt. Mm-hmm. It's talking about bringing my grandparents back physically for all eternity. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important because when we look at Lazarus and we look at the, the little girl that's raised from the dead, mm-hmm. we think, oh, man, that's awesome. And, and it, it genuinely is. Obviously, it's, it's one of Jesus' miracles. It's awesome. But what's even more awesome is we read in Colossians that he was the firstborn among many brethren. Jesus mm-hmm. was the first to raise eternally mm-hmm. as we will one day. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that is a very hopeful point. Amen. And and Joe, that is that is actually a, a very crucial point what you just brought up, and that's really what Paul lays out for us in First Corinthians chapter fifteen uh, as well, because he he really does that to show us that hey, listen, uh, Jesus uh, Jesus will raise all of those who believe in Jesus with an eternal body, uh, which is just really really awesome because you know Lazarus. Uh, he died again. Jesus resuscitated him. Mm-hmm. He does have power over over death, and he brought him back to life. But Lazarus later died, and uh, his body was buried. Um, and and of course, there's hope even there. When Jesus said here in John eleven twenty five, though he though he is dead, yet shall he live. Uh, he's living physically or spiritually right now. His soul and and uh, spirit is in heaven. Uh, the Bible tells us to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. There's no doubt about that. Mm. But even there, there, Lazarus right now, and 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 my dad, and my mom, and and your grandparents, they are they're waiting for a future resurrection uh, when the body will be raised, just like Jesus's body was raised, as we celebrated this day. And, and the Bible describes in Revelation for us what that body is going to be like, that there will be no more pain, no more death, no more sorrow, no more crying. Uh, folks, there is hope because there is coming a day when the trumpet will sound, Jesus will come back in the clouds, and he will raise all those uh, who have died trusting Christ. Their spirit and body will be reunited into a resurrection body. 
that will never die again. In fact, Paul calls it an immortal body mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, in 1 Corinthians 15. And so he concludes that chapter, Joe, uh, in, a, in a great way. He says, listen, because of the hope of the resurrection, because Jesus was the first fruit, uh, because what we celebrate today, guys, tells us he has victory over death and, and, and will one day give us all a body, those who have trusted Christ, that will, will never die again, will never be tempted to sin again, will never face sorrow or pain or sickness uh, ever again. And, and so he concludes all that with saying, so therefore, in that hope, we should be steadfast, immovable, and always abounding in the work of the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, so Joe, to, to just kind of think of all of that coming together, even in the midst of, of COVID-19, even though we were not able to, to celebrate um, Good Friday in the way we usually do, even though uh, we, uh, our Easter services were different this year, uh, even though um, this last week has been... Uh, one of uh, very great difficulties for many people. We can be steadfast, we can be immovable, and we can abound in the work of the Lord because our hope is not in this life. Our hope is in the resurrection that we'll take part in one day. Paul said, because Jesus rose, we know that we will rise. And so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we can persevere. (laughs) (laughs) We can persevere indeed. Uh, I think hope is, uh, as I've learned to you, or learned from you and listened to you over the years, I think hope is one of the biggest motivators for perseverance, is it not? Amen. Amen. So We keep our eyes, we keep our eyes on, uh, on the future and uh, uh, keep our eyes looking forward to that day uh, when uh, the rapture will take place, Jesus will come again, and we'll spend eternity uh, together. <laughs> Well, President Ballard, I think uh, I think we've spent a lot of time on this point, and uh, you know I'm really thankful for you bringing this up. I'm, uh, Easter was different for me. Uh, I can tell you that with full confidence. Uh, Easter was very different for me today, but I'm glad that Easter was not canceled. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm glad that that Sunday has already happened. I was I was commenting to a friend over the weekend. And he said, Sunday's coming. And, and I love the sentiment. I love when people do that. I, I think it, it was a wonderful, powerful sermon or sermonette when it was preached the first time. Uh, but I, I also like to remind him, Sunday already came. We already have the hope. And Amen. Uh, we can mimic the disciples' uh, mindset, but we cannot understand that the same way because mm. Jesus has given us a different mm. different side of the faith in that mm. regard. Mm. Uh, well, President Bowe, do you want to give us a closing thought today as uh, as we... Absolutely. Because he lives, you can face tomorrow, so persevere. Amen, amen. Well, thank you so much for joining the Perspectives on Perseverance podcast today. Uh, I hope, uh, just genuinely, I I hope you had a wonderful Easter. I hope that people got saved. I hope that uh, your saints were edified and uh, that more and more they understand the resurrection of Jesus Christ and look forward to the day that they will receive their glorified body. If you want to know more about Northeastern Baptist College, you can visit us online at www.nebcvt.org. I also want to make you aware that in lieu of our preview day, we've uploaded a virtual tour uh, to our website and our Facebook page. Please go give that a look. Share that with a college student or a high school student that you know of uh, that might be interested in coming to NEBC. 
But at the end of the day, uh, He is risen. He is risen indeed. That is our prayer and our joy and our hope. We're thankful for that. And that gives us the ability to persevere in Jesus. Have a great day. From the heart of the Northeast, for the hearts of the world, we will persevere as soldiers to the right or left. We will not fear. Christ strengthened armor we are filled